never saw Snoop before. I knew who Snoop yeah. was. I'm about to say you did see it. She was on a rap video. I forgot which one, but it was a popular rap video when we was like in high school and she was on it. I remember I've, I had seen Snoop around, right? Mm-hmm. I had seen Snoop on Love and Hip Hop. Right, she was on Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, okay. she had a girlfriend on Love and Hip Hop. So I remember seeing Snoop in that regard, right? Yes. So to Snoop on the show, adult character. Yeah. I don't know much about Snoop outside of what she does on the show. You know, yeah. Snoop, like that, 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 that good Baltimore ass. She makes that shit so authentic. She is from Baltimore. I know. Like they, if from if I'm not remember, like they picked her up, like not off like the street, the street, but she like she's from the like that's her. She's not acting like a honey, she, and that's why it's so relatable because you can see that's Snoop. Just the yeah. way she talks, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you got Snoop. Even the kids, all the kid actors, I could believe. You know what I'm saying? Every the, mm-hmm. the Michael played the straight character, but you know, his anger and yeah. has now pushed him to this point. Um, Dookie's situation. Uh, this is why The Wire will forever be debatable, one of the greatest shows of all time, because the, the writing and character development, the only shows that can rival the writing and character development of The Wire, in my opinion, are... This is us and Breaking Bad. Game of Thrones up to season about yeah. five or six. <laughs> Game of Thrones up there. About season six, mid seven. But if we ain't talking about something based off a book, this is us and Breaking Bad are the only shows, in my opinion, where the character development is on par with that. But just I mean the entertainment. Do you watch This Is Us? I've Part of part of fucking quarantine, I've been hearing about This Is Us for years. So I stopped and listened to This Is I stopped to watch This Is Us for the first time a few months ago, from beginning to end. And I I had always seen like uh, Sterling uh, get all these awards and shit for it, and I was like, and he's earned every single so one. To sit down and finally watch it, I was like, okay, I see why. I've never seen a show tell a story the way they tell it. It's like they tell three different stories of the same people at once. They tell the stories when they're children, they tell the stories when they're teenagers, and they tell the stories when they're adults. And dude, what's crazy to me is that the personality and character traits that each character portrays, it's consistent in all their stages. Like, I think they did the best casting with Kevin. Because Kevin as a kid, yes. Kevin as a teen, and Kevin as an adult is is so consistent. They didn't do bad with the other actors. I'm just saying. I, that I'm gonna tell you one, what they. I'm gonna tell you where they dropped the ball. Go ahead. You already know. Little oh, wait, Ke- oh teen Kevin don't look like little Kevin, and he don't look like no, the, not 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 no, not, not Kevin. Kevin. Uh, oh, Randall. Randall, Randall. light skin ass. <laughs> I was like, hey. I looked. I said. Hmm. But who this who this kid supposed to be? Little Kevin, like kid he's Kevin a good looks actor. Like big Kevin, like Agreed. they actually look like they could be related. But Randall, yeah, none of the stages of Randalls look like they go. <laughs> like even the sister, she's consistent throughout. The way they tell the reason why I really like the story is the way they tell the story in all the different phases, and it's all one. Like most times, it's all one episode. Yeah, and it's amazing. Because now there's times where I'm watching it and I'm like, well, damn, well, when did he grow his beard back to play this part in the middle of the week? Because I mean, my <laughs> nigga, now I know the beard fake, but it's like, God, they, like, but they told yeah. such a good story. That show, I, I haven't, I haven't cried watching that show, but when people say that they have, I'm like, oh, I can understand. Because there's moments in that show where I get a little like, oh, shit. I got to pause. Like, okay, that's enough for me today. <laughs> I'm not watching no more. I promise you, this is no exaggeration. My wife, if that sh- if we saw 100 episodes, my wife cried in 98 episodes. And wow. the two that she didn't cry, she probably wasn't paying attention that much. Mm. When I say those writers are A1. Yeah. A1. Best writers on TV, man. Hands down. Ah, man, This Is Us is definitely... 
It's, and it's it's a and dro- the crazy thing. If uh, if I would have heard about the show, I wouldn't have watched it. I got into it because I saw her watching the episode, and it was like it's bonding time. So it's like, okay, what you watching? I'm gonna watch what you watching. Before you know it, it's like, hey, sweetie, what you doing? We we got to catch up on this is us. We haven't saw last week's episode. So. Yeah, now you now you heard it for it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you know this this our show. I can't watch it without you. Um, and the thing is, if you do watch the show, you got to play surprise when you watch it again. <laughs> So look, so look. When I back in, so when I was dating a few, uh, you know, a while back, there's a show I was watching. I can't remember what show it was, but I learned that on Xfinity, you can mark shows as unwatched, and I was oh. like, "Oh shit, thank you God," because there's been many times I had to be like, "Oh, you know, my best friend, she got my password, and she be logging in <laughs> and watching the shit." My bad. I don't know who watched Insecure already. What? <laughs> I don't know. What I did, like on Netflix, when you, you know, when you watch the episode, it'll show that red bar that pretty much is all the way to the end that you watch it all the way up to the credits. What you got to do is either start it from the very beginning and then stop it real quick. So now when they see it, that red bar ain't there no more. It's just right. the first little sliver of it. So it look like. <laughs> <laughs> I think a restart the episode. Stop. <laughs> yeah, right. Because if she sees it, she sees their whole red bar, she comes like, hold on, you watch this without me. And it's like, oh, damn, you caught me. So you got you to gotta start from the beginning. <laughs> Crazy thing is, you done took her show, made it y'all show. Right. <laughs> now you've seen it for an episode. <laughs> and then let her uh, foot drag to get into the episode. Now you're like, all right, I'm just going to watch it without you. <laughs> Look, you friend. Yeah, Kevin and Randall was beefing this week. I need to know how that ends. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta understand how did we get here? Right. Because <laughs> yeah, they'll always give you a preview of what's to come, and you at the like, beginning of the season they'll be like, yeah. "Oh, we're not talking no more." And you're like, "Well, that's all my thought." Like they beefing now? Was they just? It was the, just cool. At the end of the season, he came, he hugged them. They was crying together. How yeah. Did we, how did we get here? And he Kate he was, was like, we ain't talking to Randall no more. What? <laughs> the one good thing that they do very well with this show, just like, just like Marvel did with Thanos, whenever someone makes a bad decision, I completely uh, understand you get it, you why see they're their, doing yeah, it. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. Nah, but this is us. If, if, if everybody listening, if you haven't watched This Is Us, it may, I believe me, when people talk about it, it sounds like this weird, wild, sappy CW drama. But when I tell you it's a very well crafted show, you please watch it. It's yeah. my recommendation. This is not an ad. We're not getting paid to say this. Sure it's not. just a beautiful show, period. And that's and that's that on that. All right, man. Let's you ready to chop it up? Yeah, man. Let's chop it up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs, welcome to another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast, episode 12. I'm your host, Marvin, and the man to the right of me can only be Frank. Let's chop it up. Let's chop it up, man. Um, yo, it's been an interesting one. Uh, I, I we just I, I think we should just dive into uh this WAP, you know? Uh yeah, let's, <laughs> let's just dive That's into you did that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Appreciate you. <laughs> See what let's, you did there. Let's dive into this WAP. Um so so earlier this week, Cardi B and Meg the Stallion dropped their video for their song, which released two days before, titled WAP, standing for wet ass pussy. Which to me, when I, I had, I had kind of heard the, the hoopla of it, and I was like, oh, let me go, let me go check out the video. You know, like, it had just released that day. I wanted to go check it out, see what's going on. Um, for me, as a, as a fan, 
So I'm a fan of both of these women. Like Cardi was the first person I followed on Instagram when I got to Instagram. And so you was a Instagram, fan of her from uh, Love and Hip Hop? From before Love and Hip Hop. When Cardi was just making videos, like before Cardi was on Love and Hip Hop, she was just a funny girl who used to just make videos in her bedroom. Oh, really? Talking okay. shit. You know okay. what I'm saying? So I'm down to when her bedroom was dirty and she was making it on the side of her bed. I, I, my connection with Cardi go back all the way then, right? And Meg, like I've been a fan of Meg because Meg could rap. Like Meg, Meg be spitting. And like she, if you ever seen her on these like these like when she go to those radio stations and she be freestyling. No, Meg she can rap, spit. rap. Not nah, yeah, she can rap. Period. She she has cadence, flow, and she got bars. She can rap. Period. Right. So I'm I'm excited to just see these two these two staples of, of female hip-hop come together on this video. I'm down. I'm ready to watch. I watched the video, and as the video starts, I'm like, okay, it's based off a little bit of BAPS. Like, I, I kind of get that vibe as soon as it goes in. Because I had seen the picture. So the rollout for the video, like, when they announced it, and you they showed you the single cover where their hair was, like, wrapped in Where they're back-to-back, back and they got, like, Yeah, it was dope. I thought that was dope. So like I'm into so I already kind of got a vibe going into the video. So I'm seeing it, I'm like, okay, it's based on BAPS. And they just, you know, the the, the sample come in, there's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes in so all like, that sample. Okay, okay, sample. We listening. The bass come in, you know, little 808. I'm like, all right, we all right, I'm vibing. They come in, they they spit in their lyrics. I'm just I'm a I'm just bringing it in, and I'm like, you know, they just being them. I had it hadn't even fucked with me yet. The only, so as I'm watching, the video take like a pause, and the music stop, and somebody's just walking down a hallway, and randomly Kylie Jenner is there, and I was like, oh. Let me stop you right here. If you had to replace her with anybody else, who would you put in that scene? If I had to replace her. Yeah, if you just for shits and giggles, man. If you say in in a perfect world, yeah, perfect world. That would have been hard. Even if she if she had never said anything, if but it's on a Cardi record, so that's never gonna happen. But no, but just just that can. That's why it would have been so hard. Right, just the the joining of through the three biggest women in rap. Like honestly, that's who they are. Yeah, joining of those three women, even if car, even if. Even if Nikki had never said a word, and that was her only part, was just her walking through, just like on a, on like oh the beef ended. We even if she never, even if they never speak on it, that was it. It's over. Boom. We move on. Lisa Ray would have been a good pick too, from Players Club. Lisa Ray, or it would have been nice if they would have had like I mean. If we want to go all out based on the BAPS, if they would have had Holly Berry and her counterpart, I feel really bad by not knowing that lady's name. <laughs> I get you. That would have been hard too. And being would have been another good one. Hmm. Would have been a funny one, like one that would have been completely left field. I don't know. I don't know. But you see, Monique. Nah, Monique don't have that cachet no more. I don't really. Man, I, I still like Monique. I think she. No, knows. Monique is Monique is an amazing actor, and uh, uh, Gabrielle Gabrielle Sedidibi. Okay, go to go again. You don't think Gabby Sedidibi would have done? Would have been the funny? Who the who? Gabby Precious. Gabby Sedibi. That's how you say her name. Bro. Thought of Sedidibi. Whatever. You add in a lot of extra letters. <laughs> that nigga says it's a beat. It's a nitty beat. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody know Precious, right? Her. But we would have been wrong if we had said Precious, but anyway. We still now, wrong. We said it anyway. Now I don't even know if I said it. Now you got me second guessing if I said her name right. But I I think I heard Jimmy Fox say it like that, so that's why I said it like that. I mean. But anyway, <laughs> I just for me. Watching that, that that was a little awkward. Like that little moment was just awkward because they like they made it all about her in this moment. And before you know that there's other cameos, it was just like, well, why is she why is she here in the middle? Like she if she was at the end, it probably wouldn't have hit as hard. Mm-hmm. So because it was just weird until you see that there's other cameos at the very, very end. Um, also, given the fact that um you knew earlier in the year or 
last month she was hanging with Meg until Meg had that incident and all of a sudden she disappeared and was nowhere to be found. And then you, you see her front and center in this video. It's like, oh, look, you wasn't even down for her like that. Like you wasn't a friend to her when she needed a friend. At least that's what it appears to be from the public's perspective. So it's like, why are you here? See, I can't even judge that story because Meg and them have done a great job of not letting us know what the fuck really happened in that day. But that's exactly why you can judge it because you don't know. You're going to fill in the blanks and the blanks that the people are filling in is like, hey, Meg needed a friend there and you disappeared. Like, you ain't mentioned not a, now another word about this event. And we knew you was there. You was on the Insta Live and all that. But now but she you wasn't quiet. in the She wasn't in the car, though, where it happened. So, but they left her party. They left her house. Mm-hmm. That's neither here nor there. Um, so coming out of it, I had no problem. Like I watched it. I I saw the the cameos at the end, the Sukihana, the 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 Ruby Rose, the Rosalina, which I had to Google who she was. I had never I don't really listen to her music, so I had never known, but she's pretty big in, in reggaeton and all of that. So I mean big props to her. Um uh Normani killed that shit because she could dance her ass off. People sleeping on no money. She gonna be, she gonna be something. Y'all need to keep watching her. Um, so that's what I took away from the video. I just I go on Twitter and all of a sudden, it's a full petition. Oh, they they want Kylie Jenner removed from from the video. I was like, oh, no. As of today, over fifty, almost fifty thousand people have signed this petition. Sixty. Sixty. Yeah. Shit. I hope y'all bring the same energy come November, my nigga. Like, I hope, I hope people bring the same energy. Like, you had time to go and fill out a petition to have someone removed from a music video. Man, your ass better be there for the polls, because I swear to God. Anyway, so that was my takeaway from it. I had, to me, that was it. I had walked away from it, hadn't even thought about it again, because... It is what it is. And then every day I, I get on social media, there's another person having something to say. Like you got the old heads like CeeLo talking about how the, the state of hip hop and the state of music because of this particular group, it, just this particular parent is so outlandish. And, and, and now the, these are supposed to be role models for daughters and all this stuff. They, politicians are, are talking about it. Um, I even saw it mentioned on Fox News, and I'm like, Yo, what? Are we are we really getting up in arms about this? In my opinion, the video was cool, but the lyrics, the delivery, the cadence, all of that was a one. I think the song the women, was dope for you. The song was yeah, dope, super dope. My only issue is the outside opinions, similar to CeeLo's, and a lot of. These, uh, I haven't heard, I mean, other than like Ben Shapiro, not too many white people speaking out ill about it. And honestly, they're not of the culture. So I couldn't care less on how they feel. Although if you didn't catch what Ben Shapiro said, look it up because it's hilarious. Because he's talking about the song and then he happens to mention that his wife, who is a doctor, saying wet vagina could mean vaginal disease like dude you're a grown man and you don't know what a wet pussy is like have you not ever encountered a wet pussy i just want to say newsflash <laughs> newsflash for all the guys who who are so disgusted by 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 wet vagina uh pussies are supposed to be wet clearly whatever you're doing is drying your ladies out because pussies are supposed to be wet just fyi if, if you guys didn't know and, and that scares me because it's like, it's because, you know, when I talk to women and they be like, men don't be out here doing foreplay and all of that. And I'm out here like, are you sure? Because <laughs> I can only honestly, I've never been in a room with another person doing that shit. So I can just say from my experience, I, I don't mind some foreplay. I rather enjoy. I feel like it's a it's a that that connection you having with your lady it makes everything better yeah like it makes the whole like y'all both getting into it she she's right i i just don't understand so that's why I'm, i was so confused like hey in hey moments guys. like in moments like this a lot of people tell on themselves always yeah so i mean uh, like CeeLo, for example um not that he's telling on himself or anything but just his opinions on it saying that these 
ladies are role models or they have a platform, blah, 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 blah. That's cool. Yeah, these ladies are role models. Yeah, they have a platform. But at the same time, you as an artist should understand that they are artists too. And this is them expressing their art. Not every mute, not every song you make has to be a political statement. They're adults. They can make adult content music. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I mean, what I find, what I find strange is there are rappers out there, female rappers, there's rap cities, there's, there's all sorts of other rappers out there that, that spit that lyrical shit that y'all so upset about. And contrary to y'all, I, yeah, rap city, Tink, there's quite a few of them. And like, and Cardi has a clip on Twitter and she says it like to the T. She, she goes and she says uh, along the lines of, when I made the song, Be Careful, where she was talking about, I believe, getting cheated on. She was like, people came at her sideways. But when she makes a song about her pussy, it sells. People check for it. So again, this is the business. This is how these people pay their bills. So if I make a song about my genitalia and you're going to buy it, what's what's gonna make me stop doing that? If this works, I'm gonna keep doing it. And she even mentioned like, hey, there's a lot of women out there that can really rap and that are really saying positive message. Y'all don't check for them. So don't come at me with, this, with, the, with the fuck shit. That's on you. If you're, if you're complaining that I don't rap about it, there's people rapping about it. It's on you to go check for them and, and, and bring their music to like, don't bash me for doing something that works. Exactly. Like, so it's, it's okay. It's not, here's my thing. It's okay for rappers, male rappers, to be like, I like big butts and I cannot lie. A song and that totally is mild. I mean, you had Luke, We Want Some Pussy. You had the song Put It in Your Mouth. You had Slob on My Knob. You had, I mean, a plethora of songs from Plies. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of which, Plies got a video on World Star right now where he's rapping over that WAP beat. And I'm not going to lie, that nigga still got it. He can flow. <laughs> shout out to Plaz. Yeah, shout out to the little woe Plaz. <laughs> but like, I, what threw me off? It was like, th- first of all, this isn't the first. Since since we want to focus on females, let's focus on females. This isn't even the first female rappers to even rap vulgar. Matter of fact, in 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 the past, you had we had Foxy, we had we had uh, the Queen Bee. We had, and I'm not talking Beyonce, guys. I'm talking about Lil' Kim for, for y'all young kids who don't know. Yeah. We talking, because uh, not everybody was a U-N-I-T-Y. No, not everybody you was. You had Missy Elliott. We had Missy Elliott. Trina, been rapping just like this. So what, what, and matter of fact, this isn't even the first time these two women have vulgar songs out here in the world. That's why I didn't understand why, but by they pussies combined, all of a sudden, y'all niggas are up in an uproar. And I'm gonna be honest, like, any dude I hear complaining about the songs, like, nigga, what's wrong with you? Like, honestly, after hearing this song, it really made me miss going to brunches. Can you imagine this song in a party setting? And I know people think like brunch party, in Miami, we we brunch a little day different. parties. We day party, okay? Right. <laughs> it, so I'm thinking about this song, and I'm like, man, I can only imagine at Iguanas this song would. There's I some holes in this house. What? There's some holes. What? Let that come in. Shout out to Beyond Brunch. Shout man, out to on. Beyond Brunch, and and, Bruh, and sundresses. You the sundresses. When this beat come on, I know that's a little misogynistic. Sorry, as we stand up for women in this conversation. But I have a respect for sundresses and for what y'all do for them. You say everything respectfully. <laughs> but these sundresses? <laughs> <laughs> when this finally hit, let me tell you, there's so many songs, people just waiting to finally get out. And well, let me not say waiting because you know this Atlanta, is the only song in 2020 where that makes me miss outside. I haven't heard one song like there's songs that came out that I vibe to, like uh, Joey Badass. He put out you know a little three piece not too long ago, and it was dope. I like the songs on it. I vibe to it on my in my car every other day, damn that. But as far as songs that came out and made me miss being outside or being in a in a party atmosphere, that environment. Ain't, Ain't no song came out this year except this one. This is the only song that came out that made me say, damn, I, I want to hear this with some people around. Like, 
And I think that's dope. To come out with a summer anthem when ain't no summer, that is hard. We'll see if it's the summer. Um, it's a little early to give it the summer anthem. It Nigga, just dropped. It's August. What Name a song right now that we can compete with this. this. There is no summer anthem. And this is it. This would be it. I don't know. Ain't no song come out this What other really tough song came out this year? Not tough. Not tough. Tootsie Slide had a little had a little ride. Tootsie Slide? Tootsie Slide by, by Drake? That had a ride. That came out this year? Look at see. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, that came out this year. You fucking with me. See, that ain't come you, out this year. No, 2020 been so long. You don't even remember the start of 2020. It came out at the beginning of, of quarantine because people was doing them TikTok dances, right? Remember Drake dropped the whole project. But that in like song April. was in the spring. Even if that, okay, let's say that song was a summer song. I promise you that song is not competing with this song. I'm I'm not saying it. And is. I'm not taking nothing away from Drake. It was a good song. I'm pretty sure he made it. He, he made some money off of it. But this song is hard. Like beat was hard. The sample was dope. And I mean, just listen to the energy that Cardi and Meg jumped on the track with it. They bodied that shit. Like it worked for you. Put it like this: They came out with the Hot Girl Summer song last year, and a lot of people was like, "Eh." Had this song came out last year, hands down would have been the Hot Girl Summer Anthem or whatever you want to call it. Okay. Okay. This song has the energy. That people was expecting Hot Girl Summer to have. Hot Girl Summer had a vibe to it though. It did, but it ain't got this vibe. I'm saying this song got the vibe. Boy, that you a lot love of people... this song here, boy. Dude, them lyrics hit hard. See, maybe I need to go because see, I only heard it. Dude, listen heard to it... the lyrics; they were so outlandish. It. Do I need to pull up Rap nah. Genius and do a nah, lyrical nah, breakdown? Fine. Okay, it's fine. it's fine. I mean. Just go back and listen to it. Just you one, listen you to hear, what they're saying. And you're you going to be like, damn, boy, they wildin' wildin'. Hey, you hear one girl say they're going to deep throat? I mean, it is what it is. Like, for and me, that was a mild bar. For me, funny thing is, all the shit that they say on this song, right? All the shit yeah. that they say on this song, what I found funny was on, on YouTube, they allowed them to say, fuck, big shit, suck the dick, all this other shit. But they wouldn't let them say wet ass pussy in the chorus. <laughs> <laughs> it's wet and gushy. And I'm like, wait, of nah, all the mean, things, of all the things that YouTube is is upset about, this is the one that they put out? What the fuck? That shit was crazy to me. Let's role play. I'll wear a disguise. I want you to park that Big Mac truck right in this little garage. Make it cream, make me scream. I didn't plug it, make a scene. I don't cook, I don't clean, but let me tell you how I got this ring. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. I really didn't enjoy that hearing it come out of your mouth. <laughs> it ain't ring the same. It don't. That's why you need to listen to it. I did. I told you I watched the video. I've only I I watched the video twice, so I've heard the song twice. I haven't like gone to listen to it outside of that. I mean, I haven't, the problem is when you're living in quarantine, like it's not a lot of times I spend in my car where usually where I would listen to music, listen to my podcast. Like this has been a weird, like I've had to like make myself hear music lately. So like, I just haven't stopped. And it's only been out a week. Like, give me a second. I think I, I, I feel you on that way. Okay. Yeah. Um, certain, certain oh, people that's not, not on my favorites list. I had to go out my way to to listen to whatever they put out. Joey Badass, he's one of my favorites. So once I heard he was dropping something, I went and looked for it. Right. But uh, other than that, if it's not put in front of me, if it's not if it's played in a setting where I can't adjust the dial or whatever, then I listen. That's how I ended up listening to uh, the Lion King album. I never took the time out and listened to it, but while watching uh, <clears throat> Black is King and they're playing the songs from it. I'm like, wait, you know what? Some of these songs are hot. Then I went back and looked for them. You know what I mean? So I, I feel you on that. This hasn't been a year of music discovery for me. I just haven't been too open to see what's out there. 
it's just been a year where we just plotting along, just trying to get through. And like, honestly, music is a major part of my life. I, I, have a, I have fucking music notes and a treble clef tattooed on my arm. Man, I love music. Music was my first love. I played piano and all of that. Music is a major part of my life. I feel like it, it helps me through a lot of days. So like the absence of music from time to, even though I'm working from home, sometimes like recently I said, I need to, I've been missing music. So I was like, I'm going to start playing some music while I'm at the house. But then there's so much other media that you could pull while you're at home. I can have a yeah. YouTube playing on the screen. I can watch my show while I do my work. Like it's so much this working from home. It's like when I'm at work, I listen to my music when I'm at my actual office, but now I have all of these devices. I can do all of this shit too. It's, it's an overload. Yeah. I'm not as passionate as listening to new music as I used to be, especially when I was torrenting music torrent yeah when i was downloading discographies and all that at a time oh, and the man, thing is <laughs> yeah and shout out to I, mean, I used to use the pirate bay i don't know if that's still up and shout running. out to pirate bay classics and, yeah and all the and viruses I, you brought to my, my dell computers <laughs> jesus christ tell me about it and the thing is like when you let's say whatever you use whether it's title spotify apple whatever you could pull these artists' music, but sometimes you can't, in my opinion, it's hard to pull their best work because a lot of, in my opinion, and this is just me talking, a lot of their best work came in the form of mixtapes when they was just coming out, when they was hungry and you, and they didn't get jaded by the industry. Because I think right. a lot of people after that first album, that first few mixtapes, they kind of, they, I, it's like they learn the formula of what they believe the people want and they come out with the street with a street anthem and a, a song for the ladies and a club bang and all that. Mm -hmm. And I hate that formula. I like I was I'm a fan of people who just put music out because they were passionate about it. Like one of my favorite albums, and it's not even an album. It's a it's it's a mixtape really, but it's it's mixed like an album. Is a uh, big crit was here. Have you ever heard it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Big Crit. Well, yeah. I was. I haven't, I really, like the last, probably like two or three projects, I haven't really been on. His last project was good because I think he was independent, but he had a lot more creative control on it. Mm. And um, he didn't produce on it like he normally, because before Big Crit would tell you, he, he produced a track and he rapped on it. So this one, he only focused on rapping. So the production came from another, another person and it worked. I mean, he... He had he got some bangers on that. Like it's a dope album. So when you get a chance to check it out, check it out. But that big crit was here. It was it was no it was no street themes on it. It was just it was just him and writing about what he cared about. And it was dope. And Spotify and all these, they don't give you that mixtape person. They don't, they don't give you those early pieces of work. Honestly, that made me not care for streaming as much as I, they don't, that changed my perception of music as far as how much I cared about it. Like I cared about it when I was able to get their early work and listen to some of the stuff they did when they was, you know, wide nose, just passionate about music. Now you get their polished stuff and it's not as good it's, as the raw. It's too curated. Yeah. I, it's way I, too, like if, if it's like, I love, like, like I think we talked about this many times, mixtape Wayne. Like, Wayne's mixtapes used to be full albums. I used to listen to No Ceilings like a I full album. I still listen to No Ceilings. Like a full out, Like, it's an album. Yeah. Like, he, he does things to certain people's songs where I feel like I remember when I hear the beat, I remember Wayne's verse on the song, and I can't even remember whose song this really was. I bet other big artists at the time would be pissed off if Wayne jumped on their beat. Because once mixtape Wayne got a hold of your beat, it kind of wasn't your song no more. It wasn't. It wasn't. Like like that ice cream song, I can't even tell you who per who song that was. Oh, see, I can uh Duro Doro, he's from Texas. And the only reason I remember because I'm a big fan of that song. And 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 Wayne killed that to me. I, I honestly, you mirror jumbo dice trunk hit hard like Kimbo slice. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like for me, like Drake, Drake 
So Far Gone is, is mixtape. Dope mixtape. Dope. To me, I look at So Far Gone as an album. Like, yes. yeah, he eventually, 10 years later, got it cleared by everybody to finally put it out there on, on your Apple Music. But for years, you oh, couldn't really? get yeah, it's on Apple that. Music now. Okay, so now on. I can listen to that song. It's okay. I love that song with him and Bumby. Oh, yeah. Hard so, song. So, and Drake had a lot of mixtape stuff beforehand. And I remember, I think what the kids don't have now, and maybe that's what SoundCloud is for them now. It's that discovering of new art. I remember when we I had first, that piff. We had that. I still have the Dat Piff app. That's where I go and listen to my mixtapes. Mm. Um, you had the Dat Piff. You had. Now, do you download the mixtapes and upload upload it to whatever streaming service you're using? Nah, I just go to Dat Piff because see, I don't like having music in two different applications. That sucks to me. I want to just listen to one application that got all my songs. I've never thought about doing it, but I'm sure I could. I just haven't stopped to do it, I guess. Okay. Um, Because it's not every day I want to hear all of it. There's certain days where I'm just feeling like, I'm feeling real mixtape-ish. Let me go to Dat Piff. I'm going to go that's the thing. Like, I'm stuff. a playlist guy. I got my Neo Soul playlist. I got my Lo-Fi playlist. I got my Jazz Rap playlist where it got a lot of, it got, you know, uh, what you call this band, the the group, Lucini? Oh, what you, this is it, what? Lucini falling out the sky, let's get rich, I'm not, what? I'm not gonna pretend no. like I know, I don't listen to that. God damn, what's wrong with your Camp Low? That's their name. It got a lot of Camp Low on there, it got a lot of Tribe Called Quest on that. It's it's basically rap music that got jazz influenced beats. I'm a big fan of that. That's and cool. I got a playlist, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I got a playlist that's dedicated to that. So, I'm a big fan of my playlists, and when I got music in two different locations, I can't do it. See, I'm a big fan of like, like for me, I have playlists too. Like, I have a playlist of R&B songs. Right? It's like 30 hours long. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> hey, it is. It is. The hoes love it. <laughs> the hoes love it. <laughs> they get in the car and be like, "Ooh, what's, ooh, what's this?" All right. R&B playlist that that go back to like the '80s up until now. Like I have, that's always been the big joker. The hoes love it. The hoes love it. <laughs> <laughs> Cut all that shit out. Hey, the hoes love it. you. Can talk all that shit. Yeah, all that, that's fine. Your hoe do. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, I have a playlist that go all the way back. I have a, a Drake playlist that actually I have a playlist that has Drake uh, as like the the era of of Young, young rap that I was a part of. Oh. It was it was Drake, Wale, Big Sean, uh, some Cuddy, uh, oh, uh, J Cole, and some Kendrick. And it, it was just, it's this whole mashup playlist that I really need to go back and update because they all released albums and stuff since. But like it has all of that all in one place. So like I have like certain eras of music. I have a Jay Z playlist, whatever. So I'm a playlist guy myself. Believe me, I totally understand. And I do not, I do hate not being able to hear, like for me, Drake, for instance. So far gone, amazing. I'm not a big fan of Thank Me Later. I'm not. Even Drake says that was his most like he was doing the formula of what they told him to do. That's why there's so many commercial ass people on the album. You know what I mean? Like that mm-hmm. album to me just didn't sound like the Drake I thought I was going to hear. Right. Coming and off of So Far Gone. The, the, as much as I love J. Cole's The Sidelines or the first album, the debut album, but like his mixtape, fire. Like I, like Friday Night Lights is probably one of my favorite mixtapes ever. If you ever get a chance, if you've never heard that mixtape, mm-hmm. fire. Samples, everything. He even, has a sample of Erica Badu and he's like, please don't sue me. <laughs> like, <he> like <laughs> some of the best, some of the, like, some of the best J. Cole work is in that time. Even though Cole has kind of found his way back to, to, that, to that style, but even that first album was very, him, people trying to be, make him commercial. And they all got back to their styles, probably their second and third album. But like, to me, that raw, that hunger you have, and that, that, and the exchange for me and you, like, I feel like I discovered Drake. Like, I remember when nobody else knew about Drake, but I was listening to to the kid from Degrassi who was in the wheelchair spitting. And I was like, yo, he, he got something. Like, I, I, I can vibe to this nigga. Like, he, he really got something. 
uh, singing Tell Me Lies with Ashley from Degrassi. That's actually like, that was the actual scene that happened. And I just remember that. I was like, oh, I, I, I tell you this, and I don't care what nobody say. I brought Drake to Florida. Matter of fact, let me rephrase. I'm afraid, I'm gonna say this better. I ain't gonna lie. I truly believe I brought Drake to Miami. I'm not gonna say Florida because I don't live in Florida. I live in Miami. Because Florida's a crazy place. What I will say is, I, you were the first person. All right, all right, come on, test testimony, testimony, go ahead. You was the first person (laughs) that brought him to my attention. I give you that. But then again, that's just me though. All of Miami, that's tough. Hey, everybody who know me was like, oh, Marvin, you you the first person that, because I tapped y'all in. Shout out to Saweetie. I tapped y'all in, all right? I brought you. Oh, man. Oh, man. I want, she one day, I think her biggest issue is that her label is so good on her doing like samples of throwback songs, throwback other other throwback rap songs that people don't give her her just due because they feel like a lot of people gravitate. But a lot of people feel like they gravitate to the music because like some of them songs, it'd be like, oh, I know that beat. Like that's why I stopped to listen to it. But she did just drop a song with uh, Trina and Flo Millie, I believe. I don't know what you're talking about. Man, you, when the last time you listened to the radio? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fuck you all up. Hey, Frank, here's another thing about me you'll learn. I, I listen to a very curated mu- like type of music. Um, and when I say that, I mean, if it ain't on my playlist, I ain't heard it. I mean, you might so, just want to just no, look, tune into something. No, no, no. Listen, so at Apple Music, and I have Apple and Tidal. I know y'all are like, oh, that's redundant. But yeah, Beyonce, Jay-Z, I have Tidal. So right. support black businesses. Support exactly. black businesses, guys. It's the easiest way. So I have Apple and Tidal. So like they curate certain playlists. So like they'll have like the new rap and the new hip hop. And I'll, I'll go through it. And if I don't like recognize your name, I'm probably not gonna listen to your song. Like, if your name not like ringing in like the the social media atmosphere, like, oh, this person is is dope. Like, that's how I started listening to the baby, and I was like, oh, you know, he got a little flow to him. Mm-hmm. So I stopped and did that. But other than that, no, nah, I don't. I don't really add too much. Like, if you one rapping in like 2000, like eight or nine, I don't really, I don't really stop for you. you Want to know how I discovered new music lately? Um, but it's usually older songs, older artists now, because of the type of playlist I've curated. But Pandora is great for discovering yeah. new, new music. Hell yeah. I, I, and don't sleep on Pandora, people. And no, I'm still not I'm still not paying for Pandora. <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a shit. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. <laughs> I got away with not paying for anything on Pandora for the longest because I had an ad blocker and I would listen to Pandora on my le- on my desktop while I was working. So the ad blocker actually didn't allow their commercials to play. So I used to listen, I used to listen to music for a hot minute and not catch a commercial. Then one day they'd ask you to, hey, you need to turn off this ad blocker. No, uh, they caught your ass. They caught me and I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Nah, but Pandora's dope, bro. No, nah, it is. is dope. And 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 we we got into music deep, but all of this, like as I talk about the 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 Drakes and the, and the, all the other male artists, but not that these artists have even spoken out about this because that would be ridiculous. We got but, so far gone. I don't remember how we even ended up here. So I was just gonna say, let's just stay on the music. But go ahead. No, nah, no. Nah, shout out to shout out to the way you use so far gone right there in the you Drake. Saw that, you saw that okay. callback. You okay. saw it. You saw it. Hey, we getting good out here, baby. We getting good out here. Uh, but like, just to to bringing it back, like we talking about all these men, but. Just how everybody's going out of their way to condemn these two women, like they're ruining and not parent, like they're ruining the next generation. Hey, parent your own goddamn kids. Pretty guess much. what? Guess what? Uh, somebody pointed out to me today. Um, there's no music video TV shows anymore, so no. it's not like it's just regularly playing on BET. No. Your children have to go and search for Cardi B's WAP video. Right. So if you're allowing that to happen in your house because you want to police it so bad, that's your fault, not theirs. Raise right. your kids. Yes, certain people grow up and like 
people do look up to them. I'm not saying that they don't look up to them, but what they're saying isn't necessarily bad. They, they're grown women who are in touch with their sexual side. Matter of fact, isn't that, hey, heterosexual straight men, isn't that what we want? <laughs> you know, the funny thing is that a lot of people that are saying, oh, they're role models and all that, they come from the generation where people told them, hey, you can't make the music you make or you can't do this and that because you're a role model. And they had their, you know, they had their feelings about that. So now you turn around and you're doing the same thing. You understood that, hey, as an artist, you're free to make whatever kind of art you felt you you should have made. And you didn't want people to police you about being a role model. Why would you do it to the next generation? That's so exactly. stupid. Exactly. When, when hip hop was looked down upon and they was trying to ban y'all from showing up to venues and shit like, are we really, y'all want to police women for talking? And what, like I said, these aren't the first two women to ever do this. Where 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 are we getting this from? Y'all get y'all yo yo. Matter of fact, the problem is maybe some of y'all like they the got whole sand wet, in their vagina. They do because they've been no whatever vagina they've been fucking has sand in it because y'all ain't seen no wet ass pussy. That's the problem. That's why it's so. Oh my god, I can't believe they're talking like this. For me, I was just like, yeah, yeah, it's 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 wet. No, nah, talk that talk. No, nah, talk like, that talk. Waterfalls. Yeah. I want all of that. Like honestly, like I don't, I don't know. Cause if the song was dry as pussy, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, dap. That that's a little weird. I don't really want that dap. You can keep the dap, but I'll take the wet. There you go. Hey, hey, what what's her name? Uh, how to get away with the wet? That was one of my favorite. <laughs> that's one of my favorite tweets. When she posted that, I said, hey. She in touch. She Viola know what she's doing. Shout out to Viola Davis. She's dope. You watch her show, How to Get Away with Murder? Nah, man, I ain't getting into it yet. Remember, we talked about this. Oh, we did? That's a good show. Have you seen her in the movie Fences with Denzel Washington? It's Fences a screenplay. It's a great movie. It's it's right. based off of a it's based off of a play. Yeah. Why there's only like four or five characters and it only happens in like three three settings in the whole movie. Right, exactly. And it's a whole you like you don't realize when you're watching it, you're like, hey. It's a whole lot of talking in this movie. Like, ain't shit happening. It's just a whole yeah. lot of talking. It's because it's, it's a play. It's a good movie, yeah. It's, it's an amazing good, movie. Yeah, it's really good. Now, my Viola Davis is the truth, man. I can't wait to see her in more work. She she bodies everything she's in. She's is, one of my favorite, period. Which is why I hope that the... And which is why I'm looking forward to the Suicide Squad. I hope the DCEU, uh, the DC uh, universe stays together because her as uh as amanda waller she 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 great at it now in my head i do picture amanda waller to be a bigger chunky black woman because that's how she's portrayed in the comics comics. yeah Yeah. but she bodied the extreme by any means necessary i'll kill you i don't give a fuck i'm gonna get my mission done i love that I love watching Viola, Viola Davis played that shit. But shout out to shout out to the WAP and all the girls out there with the WAP. Shout I out see to Viola you. Davis. Shout out to Viola Davis. Shout out to that to that old school WAP. I was talking about the show How to Get Away with Murder, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, uh, I, I guess you could shout that out too. I mean. That was an interesting. I, I, that was an interesting way to end that one. But uh, quick question though: <laughs> If you had to guess which old school actress, like from our childhood, probably had it, who would you guess? Hmm. Hmm. What? Okay. When we say old school actress, I mean I'm talking about somebody who's on the show like two two seven thug. The first Cosby show, uh, the Jeffersons. I'm talking about like when we were shorties and they shows were syndicated already. Hmm. <clears throat> Who had that rap back then? Um, the first person that comes to mind, actress-wise, yeah. Lisa Bonet. Lisa Bonet. 
I, I just, I just, in my spirit, Lisa Bonet got some fire, boy. That's just my, that's just, I just, I always, I've, I just always had a crush on Lisa Bonet. But you know what? I know my answer. And it's all staying in. I know my answer. Because I got evidence. What? All right, you ready? Yeah. Jada Pinkett. <laughs> yeah, getting people to act like that on um on TV, you better have it. That nigga said if he died today, he'll be just I ain't ever had no whap like that, bro. <laughs> That man. nigga said if he died today, he would be good. That man is okay with the rapture. He All right. He served this time. He good. He don't need to do nothing else on this earth. No more. So Jada, Jada had that entanglement pussy. And I'm okay. <laughs> I would say Jada Pinkett Smith, because we have true to, true evidence. Yeah, I ain't even heard of anything rumored to be on that caliber. I ain't never just said I could just die. Like that could be the last <laughs> pussy I ever had. Like I ain't never like like nah, nah. Even married people who have signed up for something to be the last pussy they ever gonna have still want it one more time. Like that nigga was like, nah, I could just die today. No, nah, it's fine. What if that wasn't Will Smith's reaction to it, right? So now he hit his dude say that he looking at his wife crazy, like what the fuck you did to him that you ain't do to me. <laughs> <laughs> like you so what 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 pussy you handing out you, you, you like, I, like i mean you're you're not dry but i mean you moist out here I just, I, it ain't wet like look at a fool fool couldn't even get his hair braided for the show for the interview you got this man stuttering and all this and that the fuck you do to him shout out to jada pinkett smith and all that she has brought to the table. <laughs> Shout out to Will Smith. No disrespect, fam. Nah, no disrespect. No disrespect, all respect. He ever hears this, he gonna punch us in the face. <sighs> I mean, at this point, he ain't right. punch Aug. If he ain't punch Aug, he can punch Aug first before you come for me. <laughs> Y'all ready for a bad transition? Yeah, right. Joe Biden picked his <laughs> Joe Biden picked his VP, Miss Kamala Harris. Senator Kamala Harris out of California is the VP. How are you feeling about it, Frank? The new the ticket is now Biden Harris. What's your thoughts? Uh honestly, I like it. Early on, when you had several different candidates running to lead the Democratic Party, like she, 50 of them on the stage. It was fucking ridiculous. It was a lot. And honestly, you had a, a, a very diverse group of people. She was one of the people that was a front runner that um, a lot of people spoke up for. Um, one person in particular that comes to mind was Charlemagne. He spoke very highly of Kamala. Um, I know he was a huge supporter of her, along with the other celebrities. Um, of course, fast forward, she didn't get the nomination. Joe Biden did. However, um, I think she makes us. Which I always, when she dropped out, I kind of felt, I said, when she, when she dropped out, I told, I told a couple people this. I said, if Joe Biden is the one that comes out of this, I guarantee you that Kamala Harris is going to be his VP pick. Because she, she, when she backed out, I was like, okay. I didn't expect her to, because she was a front runner. It yeah, was, was say, she was I, in the top four. Like it was her, Bernie, um, E Dub. E Dub, E Dub, E Dub. Elizabeth Warren. Oh yeah, yes. Thank you. <laughs> e Dub and uh and, and Kamala Harris. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I I expected the four of them to be in the the final debates. So when she backed out and like some of the other people who had no chances of ever being in it. We're still in it. I was like, yeah, I, 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 I see a, I see a thing here. And I've said on previous podcasts that 
I believe that Joe Biden should pick a black woman as his VP. I truly stood by that. I truly, I, I, I think, because black women literally help revive the Biden, the Biden campaign. Because there was there was a time where Biden was like three in the in the runnings. Like, let's be real. No, like, right. Um, at times, yeah, Bernie and Elizabeth Warren was doing much better than him. Yeah. And it should not have been that way because this is the VP with Obama ties. Like, it shouldn't be that way. But but black women rallied behind the Joe Biden campaign if it was their votes that got him to get that nomination. So what I what I and I get right now there's this weird feeling that everyone has about you know, there's some, the things about Kamala Harris because she was a, you know, she was DA back in the day. Attorney State General. Attorney, attorney General, you know. Was it Attorney General? Was that she it? was Attorney General. Okay. Uh, back in the day. So people, people. It was a prosecutor. Yeah. So she's put people in jail. Yes. And you tie that to, you tie that to all the contributions that Joe Biden had to putting black people in jail with, with the crime, bills, bill. the crime bills of the past. Um, people were afraid that people are afraid that that's going to turn people off. And I have seen the detractors on, on the Instagrams. And at one time I accidentally logged into Facebook. Um, I've seen people talking on there and I'm like, guys, let's, 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 are you serious? Is this what we arguing about right now? And going back to what you mentioned with the whole her being an attorney general and him being one of the people that pushed this crime bill through, the only reason I'm not going to hold that against them, because on more than one occasion, they've been questioned about that and they and they spoken about it. They understood that, hey, yes, looking back in hindsight, we didn't see um, this bill affecting the communities that it affected in that capacity. <clears throat> Whether they was telling the truth or lying, they were human enough to acknowledge that. And I respect that more than a person who called for the death of five teenage kids. And then when they was questioned about it, he doubled down and says, we'll look at the evidence when there were no evidence. So the fact that they can look back and acknowledge like, yeah, we kind of fucked up with that crime bill. I'll shoot you some bell for that. On top of that, um, in hindsight, it's easy to uh, prosecute them in the court of public opinion about those crime bills when, when if you ask people who grew up during that time and people who experienced what living in the 80s and 90s was in the Coke era, a lot of people wanted stricter rules when it came to law enforcement. You had drug dealers and violence running rampant in in several of our, you know, in, 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 in several of our neighborhoods. So yeah, you had, you know, older black people saying, hey, we have to do something about this crime. And so when you had these people pushing more stricter and harsher punishment on these criminals, on these drug dealers and so forth, they were behind it. Fast forward, when you see how these laws were manipulated to target black people and how it affected the black families, then yes, it's easy to look back in hindsight and say, yo, those were horrible decisions. Those were horrible laws. But at the time, that's what the people supported. So again, we can't get, you can't judge yesterday's actions by today's rules. Um, especially given the fact that, that you can't take back yesterday. All you can do is say, hey, look, this is how, yeah, all you can say is, look, this is how that played out. Do you realize how this affects us now? Now, if they can acknowledge it and say, yeah, that's what I did in the past and I didn't see it going this way and I'm sorry for that, then at this point, that's all you can ask for. And well, no, I take that back. That's not all you can ask for. You can then ask them, okay, now that you know the errors of your ways, what would you do differently and how do you plan on moving forward? And I think that's what we should be focused on. We shouldn't be focused on oh, you were an attorney general, you sent people to jail. Oh, you pushed this crime bill and that sent people to jail. Yeah, we know that happened. But what did y'all learn from it? I, I, I think, 
I and that. I think that's where people need to direct their attention. But I mean, we'll see where it goes. I mean, the the, the Facebook and the Twitter jokes and memes, that's not going to stop. The only thing that annoys me about that when I see it is like, okay, if you're saying you're not going to vote for these two for those reasons, indirectly you're telling me you're okay with what's in office. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's two options here. If you're not going to fuck with them, then that means you're cool with what we got now. Right. And if you're cool with what we got now, then I'm looking at you. you. Fun- right, I'm looking at you funny. Yeah, so like I understand, I tell people all the time, a two-party system isn't the best. Like America loves to push how they they we're promoting democracy, and we go over to these other countries where they have a dictatorship. We destroy their whole thing and say, "Hey, make a democracy." Like we, I don't believe a two-party system is a democracy. I just don't. It's not a real setup for democracy because a democracy there should be multiple parties contributing to our government. That's the point of the whole thing, right? right? So. A two-party system is hard for that to really work out. I understand that Joe Biden might not be the most enthusiastic vote that you're going to cast in your lifetime. Because honestly, for a lot of us, our first real vote, and I'm going to be real, our first real vote was in 2008 when we voted for Barack Obama. We were energized. It was It was... Barack Obama gave us a, a certain level of hope. We had seen, we were watching a black man go to a level that we had never seen before. So there was an energy that came with that. My president is black, my Lambo's blue, and I'll be goddamned if my rims ain't too. I bumped that as I drove with my mother to the polls. <laughs> <laughs> like, I pulled up loud to the church where we vote at, and everybody outside is like, eh, like, hi. It was an event. It was a moment in time. I understand that if you're comparing that vote to this, it is very different. But what you need to get behind is the fact that what's there now needs to be gone. That's what you get behind. I understand Joe Biden might not be the greatest pick in your mind. He might not be the, the candidate that you would have chose. But he's the candidate that we got. All right. All right. He's the candidate that we got. Kamala Harris. This is a black woman, a black Indian woman. Y'all understand like this is this is big. Guys, she's an AKA. All right. You know how many people online? It's usually it's mostly uh, black conservatives. And the reason I say black conservatives, because that's that they wrap their whole identity of being black conservatives. Uh, it's a ton of them online who says she's not even a real black person. And that was new to me. But as I got, dove deeper into that, it's a lot of people that believe that. And they're saying, oh, she's not really black. She's half Jamaican and half Indian. And I'm like... Jamaican? J- J- what? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what's your fucking point with that? And it's like, no, nah, she's not black like us. And... No, 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 she's black. She's black, guys. <laughs> Yeah, like guys. Um, guess what? When that guy, when the officer sees, when the officer sees me or Frank on the on the road, and he pulls us over, he doesn't see Marvin who has heritage from the Virgin Islands. He doesn't see Frank who has heritage from 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 Haiti. No, we're black niggas standing on a corner. He's approaching us. That's not even just the officer. That's anybody, really. Yeah. Unless you speak a different language, I don't know where you're from. And if you do speak a, little, a different language, guess what? You're still black. You're black. You're black, you black, was, black. If me and you was walking down the street and someone from the Virgin Islands or someone from Haiti or whoever or sees us, ask them to describe us. Two black guys. That's point blank period. Just is what it is. And so, then, I mean, for her to go to an HBCU, she grew up in this country. Her black experience, not going to say it was identical to all of ours, because nobody, all of our black experiences are different. However, there's going to be a lot of similarities there. She, she, she's going to know what it's like growing up black in America is. She knows it. There's no way. She's a minority. She's black and Indian. Like, like, come on, guys. 
Yeah, the only thing that's different is probably, you know, her home values and the culture upbringing that she had, which is a little different for all of us. Like, I'm pretty sure the food I ate from my Haitian background on a daily basis at home is probably a little different than the food you ate on a daily basis. But yeah, but other than that, other than those subtle differences, after that, our Black experience are the same. We, we grew up in the same neighborhoods. We went to the same school. We had similar experiences. At the end of the day, we need to get behind these these two people because of what's in the office, what's in there right now. I'm telling you guys, four more years of what's in there right now will be detrimental to us for the next two to three decades. Okay? Matter of fact, for the next four or five decades, because another four years of Trump judicial picks, yeah, I actually said his name on here, another four years of his judicial picks to sit on the, on the Supreme Court will set us back for decades. I am telling you this, it is important. It is truly important that you get out there in November and fucking vote. I agree. People should uh, go and vote and not, again, understand what you're saying when you say, um, I'm not going to vote or I don't want to give them my vote. Because by doing so, that you're saying you agree what's in-house. And if you agree what's in-house, then fine, that's on you. But if you don't agree, it's best you take some action. It's uh joe and kamala your ideal candidates no and if not that's okay but what other choices do you have i mean you don't have any as an american i think as an american that is of legal age to vote i think you should exercise that right and do so hey frank you got anything else you want to bring to the table no i think we're good for this week all right ladies and gentlemen and those in between and outside of those constructs this has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast. I'm your host, Marvin, and the man to the right of me can only be... Right. If you got any questions, hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at the Samurai Pros, or you can email us at the Samurai Professionals Podcast at gmail.com. Please feel free to send us any questions or topics for us to discuss. So, Marvin, tell us where we can find you. Uh, you can find me at Marvin X Adams on both Instagram and Twitter. And Frank, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at I Can Only Be Frank. This has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast. Peace. Peace.